Today is Thursday, January 4th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Four times indicted former president asked the Supreme Court yesterday to overturn the ruling by the Colorado Supreme Court that bars him from the state's Republican presidential primary ballot under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, which explicitly bars one from holding public office after they encourage, partake in, or perhaps even lead an insurrection against the federal government. Trump's lawyers have asked the court to overturn the ruling without even hearing oral arguments, while Colorado has asked the court to hear oral arguments ASAP because Colorado's primary is March 5th, and they gotta get to the printers. Meanwhile, in Maine, Trump also requested that a state court there overturn the Secretary of State's determination to bar him from the Republican primary ballot, also on the grounds that the 14th Amendment disqualifies insurrectionists from holding federal office. In addition to that, Trump's eligibility to be president under the 14th Amendment is a question that's now facing legal challenges in at least 15 more states. And since Trump was hardly the only lawmaker who supported his own coup attempt, and since the 14th Amendment insurrection clause would technically disqualify all of those people from holding federal office, there is another lawsuit worth watching. A liberal activist filed a lawsuit in Pennsylvania court yesterday asking for a ruling that Pennsylvania's Republican Congressman Scott Perry is also ineligible for the state's primary ballot on the grounds that he engaged in insurrectionist activity. The lawsuit cites Perry's role in trying to ask the Department of Justice to assist Trump with stalling the certification of the 2020 election by working to install an acting attorney general, Jeffrey Clark, who had committed to declare the election invalid using false claims of election fraud, and who had recommended that Trump invoke the Insurrection Act to deploy the military and quell an uprising after he stayed in office. On that note, despite the fact that Clark is likely an unindicted co-conspirator in special counsel Jack Smith's charges against Trump for conspiracy to defraud the United States, Clark is still actively working on something known as Project 2025, which is again a plan to invoke the Insurrection Act on Trump's first day in office, should he be re-elected. So we never get to say that they didn't warn us. Yesterday, several state capitol buildings were evacuated after each receiving separate state bomb threats. The capitals in Georgia, Kentucky, Michigan, Mississippi, and Montana closed for the rest of the day out of an abundance of caution, and the FBI made a statement that they're working to find evidence of who could have called in the threats, but that they don't have information to indicate a specific and credible threat. This comes just three months after Attorney General Merrick Garland had already said that government workers had experienced an astounding spike in threats in recent months. And we all know how much more stable things have gotten in the past three months, specifically. Also early yesterday morning, the leader of a mosque in Newark, New Jersey, Imam Masjid Muhammad, was shot by a gunman and killed outside of his own mosque just after morning prayers. According to state officials and Governor Phil Murphy, investigators still don't know the motive behind the shooting but they do not believe that it was motivated by racial hatred or domestic terrorism, a status that they would not normally go public with about an investigation so early, if not for the sensitivity of the situation, though they are continuing to investigate and search for the shooter. Next, we are going international. Top Hamas leader Saleh Arouri and his lieutenants were killed on Tuesday by Israeli missiles that were fired in Beirut, Lebanon. 
Arouri was both the deputy political head of Hamas, as well as a founder of the group's military wing, and had been a prime Hamas target for Israel even prior to October 7th, with the U.S. Treasury Department also designating him as a global terrorist in 2015 and offering $5 million for information about him. Where does one access the terrorist information bounty postings? Asking for a friend. Also yesterday, two roadside explosions killed at least 100 people during a memorial procession for Iran's former top general, Qasem Soleimani, who you may remember as the Iranian general whose assassination Donald Trump ordered four years ago. Time flies, doesn't it? Officials in Tehran blame the United States and Israel, even as international intelligence experts and analysts concluded that the attacks seem more aligned with the work of Islamist terrorist groups than with Israel. For our final story today, the long-awaited Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell court documents were unsealed last night, shortly before I recorded this podcast. Nearly 200 names were mentioned in the documents, including Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, Michael Jackson, David Copperfield, and Prince Andrew. I will be back tomorrow with a full breakdown of the highlights as these documents continue to be published on a rolling basis, like how Epstein's victims found out they were admitted to school. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.